Sunday night. I could be anywhere else right now. I could be outside enjoying this beautiful weather we're having in New Jersey, sitting by my pool, doing something completely different than this. But tonight has such potential to be such a great night in professional wrestling, a great night for WWE. This is the only thing I would rather do, and that is talk about pro wrestling. Like I said, a, a huge week uh, this past week. A lot of stuff. Uh, coming out uh we had the rob van dam uh wwe icons come out earlier today we had the we had the Shawn michaels documentary coming out later tonight we had a lot of stuff go down yesterday with impact wrestling under siege but if i'm gonna start this show off in any way it should be this uh in this way and that is to pay tribute to a wrestling legend we lost earlier this week new jack uh, a legend known all around the world uh, for ECW, Hardcore Wrestling, sending uh, thoughts and prayers to his fans, his family, and everyone associated with New, ba- New Jack, uh, losing a real uh, icon this past weekend. What they always say about legends is that legends never die. 
so want to send my condolences to the family, fan, friends, and family of New Jack. Um, and may he uh, rest in eternal paradise. Now, tonight, we're going to be talking all things WWE, but specifically WrestleMania Backlash. We are just a few hours away from this pay-per-view taking place, and there's so much to talk about. This particular pay-per-view, I'm going to call it Backlash right now, has such great history. Uh, so many amazing things have happened um, at Backlash. There has been great matches at Backlash. There have been great surprises at Backlash. Um, and I kind of want to discuss some of those now. If you remember back in 2004, we had a great hardcore match between Cactus Jack at the time and Randy Orton, really solidifying Randy Orton as a main event player. Um, i got to fix this lighting because it's looking really bad. Um, as a main event player, and that kind of led to where he... Uh, was ultimately going, and that is the main event picture in WWE. You have to remember a few years ago, Jinder Mahal became the WWE champion by defeating uh, Randy Orton for the WWE Championship at Backlash. You have to remember also, AJ Styles defeated at, uh, formerly known as Dean Ambrose at the time, uh, AJ Styles became a, his uh, won his first WWE Championship at Backlash. So a lot of big things have happened at Backlash over the years. Um, if you remember that big spot with Big Show and Rey Mysterio, where Mysterio being strapped onto a board, uh, a stretcher, and Big Show kind of smacking him against the ring post. I believe that was Backlash 2003 or 2004, something like that. Backlash has been one of those pay-per-views where so many surprising great things happen throughout wrestling history. And I'm excited to see what goes down tonight because this is not only Backlash, this is WrestleMania backlash. This is everything that has happened has happened over the last month or so through WrestleMania. What's going on today in WWE? And there are so many great matches on this card. Um, and if I'm I'm looking at them right now, and uh, some of these matches I'm actually excited for. Some of these matches we've seen before, but uh, in different in a different capacity. So I'm excited to start talking about these matches. And let's just start. By getting this one out of the way. Because I know a lot of people don't want to talk about it. They're saying that it's one of those matches that doesn't need to be on the card. Uh, it's one of those matches we've been seeing play out on Monday Night Raw. It is Damian Priest versus The Miz. And it's not just a normal wrestling match. It's a lumberjack match. Uh, a lumberjack match. Which we haven't seen in quite some time. Actually, no, not really. We saw it when Bobby Lashley became the WWE Champion. But... If that signifies anything for The Miz, uh, this is not going to be a good night for The Miz. Because <laughs> the last time he was in a Lumberjack match, he lost the WWE Championship, being demolished by Bobby Lashley. So tonight, The Miz versus Damian Priest. There's really not much to say about this match, other than uh, Damian Priest is probably going to get the win here. I mean, it would make sense if Damian Priest got the win, but then again... The Miz winning also would make sense because he's kind of been on a horrible streak ever since losing that WWE Championship. So there is a lot of different directions this match can go. Um, and what can also uh, what also can happen is that maybe this match leads to a new feud for Damian Priest. Maybe someone gets involved and tries to uh, manipulate the, the match, and that's where we see a new story for uh, Damian Priest. But at this point in time, I'm not really sure who I would rather see win this match because I don't care for it. And I know a lot of other fans don't either. I think that this uh, storyline should have ended 
after WrestleMania or should have ended at WrestleMania um, just because of the way that match took place. It was a great match. It was one of the best matches of WrestleMania, that being Bad Bunny and Damon Priest versus or defeating John Morrison and The Miz. And I think that going all on such a high note that that was, it should have just ended there. But instead, we continue the storyline uh, on Monday Night Raw. And I see the apron bump says here, uh, Priest is a star, and hopefully uh, he moves on to something. or subject. Yeah, I totally agree, um, because at this point in time, uh, he looks to be like one of the most up-and-coming stars in, in WWE, but specifically on Monday Night Raw. Um, but we also have to remember, too, there's another pay-per-view coming up in uh, the next month or so, um, and I think that pay-per-view would fit best for, or Damian Priest would fit best at this pay-per-view, and that is money in the bank. And this can be kind of solidifying where the new direction is going to be for Damian Priest after this storyline. I would not be surprised if Damian Priest was to somehow win the money in the bank contract uh, and just build and build and build and build, ultimately to becoming either WWE or Universal Heavyweight Champion. So this match, although it doesn't seem like there's many implications, I think a win here for Damian Priest can kind of elevate him to the next level, getting him to where he needs to be to go into the Money in the Bank match and possibly win that match, hopefully win that match. There's a few other superstars on the card that I want, uh, would love to see win Money in the Bank, and I'm going to get into that in a little while after I talk about these matches. But in regards to Damian Priest and Miz tonight, I think uh, it's going to be one of those matches that um, you're going to watch because you cannot not watch it. Um, but I think ultimately it's going to be Damian Priest getting the win over The Miz. Uh, and maybe here we'll see something happen with John Morrison and The Miz. Because lately we've been they've been teasing some sort of uh, breakup with these two or whatnot. I'm not really sure what's happening because one week they're on the same page, one week they're not. This past week, uh, the uh, John Morrison agreeing to the match... Uh, that the Miz is in tonight kind of made it seem like uh, if Miz loses tonight, it's gonna he's gonna blame it all on John Morrison. So if that is the case, please end this storyline and let us get John Morrison and the Miz. I think that'd be an excellent storyline to elevate both guys, but really also uh, to let Damian Priest go on to the next thing in his career, hopefully being Money in the Bank. But either that or or, or here near or there, I would rather just see him in a new storyline. Because he's been in this same storyline for months. Uh, this is the, this is the first storyline he's been in since his WWE Raw debut, and that's over what two three months ago. I mean, he came into WWE and uh, or he came into Monday Night Raw, in, I think in January, and we're in June. So this story with the Miz and John Morrison really needs to just end already. And hopefully tonight, WrestleMania backlash, the Miz looking to get backlash uh, on. Uh, Damian Priest, but ultimately, I think Damian Priest is going to go over tonight. Um, so yes, I am predicting Damian Priest to defeat The Miz in a Lumberjack match. Now, now that we got that out of the way, there are so many other matches on this card that I'm really looking forward to. One being for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Now, this match, I feel like, has been written on the wall for months now, ever since... Uh, Dominic Mysterio really started teaming with his dad. At first, that wasn't the case, uh, but it is now, and they are in the title picture. And tonight, um, I believe, 
is going to be a special moment, excuse me, <coughs> for these two. Um, being that it's the first time we've ever seen a father-son tag team like this, but also it'd be the first time ever we saw a father and son tag team duo hold the tag team titles. So this is something that's been years in the making, especially with Dominic Mysterio being a part of WWE for majority of his life. If you don't remember, uh, let me fill you in a little bit. Dominic Mysterio was involved in the Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio storyline back in the early 2000s, 2004, or 2005, 2006, and so on. Um, really being one of Eddie's and Rey Mysterio's best storylines they've ever been a part of in WWE. That's where the I Am Your Poppy shirt came from. And Eddie Guerrero's uh, inevitable heel turn at the time uh, all stemmed from that storyline being that Eddie Guerrero is the legitimate father of Dominic, but really it was Ray. So if you know, you know that whole story. I don't need to go into that. Uh, the youngins on here need to understand that or uh, learn about that storyline. But tonight is a huge night for both of these teams because a lot of people were complaining about Robert Roode not really having a good placement on uh in WWE, same thing for Dolph Ziggler. A lot of people just complaining that he can be a world champion, that Robert Roode can be a world champion. These guys can do so many, uh, so much better than what they're doing. And finally, they put them into a place where they're actually thriving. And that's something about Dolph Ziggler that I don't. I think a lot of people don't uh, take into uh, consideration. Dolph Ziggler is one of the best professional wrestlers that we have today, not because of all the great matches and things he can do in the ring, but how versatile he is. This guy has gone from the main event scene, not a WrestleMania main event, but he's been uh, high on the card, main event caliber matches, been in world title matches, been in WWE Championship, whatever. He's been in those kind of matches. Uh, he has been a superstar and shined his probably his best ever in the mid-card scene, whether it's a U.S. title match, whether it's an Intercontinental Championship match, this guy has done everything he possibly can in the mid-card. This guy has also done the tag team division very, very well. You see him now thriving with Robert Roode, a team that was kind of thrown together when it first happened, but is gelling and, and gelling so well together. They have such great chemistry. Uh, now being the Dirty Dogs, I think as a legitimate tag team, as a legitimate threat to all of the other tag teams in WWE, a lot of fans are becoming fickle because they wanted placement, good placement for these two. Now that they have it, now they're saying, oh, well, now it's time to take the titles off of them and put it on to uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio because of the moment. And that's what Dolph Ziggler actually said today earlier on uh, WWE's The Bump where he kind of he said exactly that. The fans were fickle, that they wanted more for them, and now they see something else, like a shiny new toy, Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Now they want to put their attention on them. But what about Ziggler and Rude? Uh, so I think both of these teams in this match have a legitimate, uh, I guess a legitimate uh, claim to be the tag team champions. But who would you rather see as the tag team champions? And that's where the WWE Universe comes into play here. I personally would rather see Dominic and Rey Mysterio hold the tag team titles because of what it would mean to one, uh, the career of Rey Mysterio, tying all this in, all this together, all the years of uh, Dominic being a part of Rey's storylines, all the years of uh, the Eddie Guerrero storylines and all that stuff. And I really think it would tie Rey's career together 
to ultimately become the tag team champions with his son. And I think that if this happens, you kind of grow them as a tag team and you kind of get to relive, not relive, I guess, but kind of uh, uh, get the nostalgia from back in the day when we had Eddie Guerrero uh, and we had Los Guerreros, Eddie Guerrero and Chavo Guerrero. We had uh, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio as a tag team. I'm sure they would, you know, tie in some of Eddie's uh, uh, tricks here and there and make it a meaningful title run um, because I think as just a tag team, they're not getting enough uh, room on the card, sort of say. I think if you put the titles on them, they, you, you can literally feature them uh, every week and every pay-per-view and have them go against every team, and it would make sense. Um, so both teams tonight, whether it's the Dirty Dogs or Dominic and Rey Mysterio, uh, have a great claim to be the champions. I personally would rather see Dominic and Rey Mysterio hold those titles, and I thought if they were going to do that, it would happen at WrestleMania, making a huge WrestleMania moment for Rey Mysterio, also bringing in... Dominic Mysterio, making him like a legitimate WWE superstar. Um, and just like I said, tying Ray's career all together where he can eventually uh, ride off into the sunset if he wanted to because winning a tag team title with his son is something he's been wanting to do for a long time now. So I think that that would be a great thing to do. Um, regardless if it happens at WrestleMania, I hope it happens at WrestleMania Backlash tonight. And this, like I said, can also lead to other storylines where you could potentially get a heel turn from Dominic down the line and we get a father-son match way down the line, not anytime soon. But I think that's just a direction you can go with this. It has so much potential um, as to have Dominic and Ray as the tag team champions. So I think tonight I'm going to have to go with Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio becoming the first ever father and son duo to become or hold the tag team champions uh, anywhere in WWE over the Dirty Dogs. Now, a lot of people, like I said, uh, complaining about Ziggler and Dolph not really having many title defenses, um, kind of just holding on to those titles. And that's not on Ziggler or Rude. That's on WWE management, but that could be a whole other podcast segment. We don't need to talk about right now, right, talk about that right now. Let's just stay focused on the match itself. Two great teams in WWE, two great teams uh, who are newer uh, to working together. And I think that this is a great opportunity to show what both teams can do um, when the pressure is on, when the titles are on the line. And I ultimately think it's going to be Dominic and Rey Mysterio walking away the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Now, there is a match on this card that goes along the lines of WrestleMania and Backlash, and that is the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. We have the new Raw Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, defending her title against Asuka in a rematch from WrestleMania. But there is one, one, one big bonus added to this match, and that is the Queen Charlotte Flair. She has found her way into this match uh, somehow, some way, in a new storyline going uh, along the lines of uh, Sonya Deville being involved. So I think this is actually a great, great thing because regardless of you, if you like Charlotte Flair or not, she brings star power. She brings wow moments. She brings that classic fight feel to any match that she's a part of, especially when it's a title being put on the line. We've seen it at previous WrestleManias. This is why she was added to the, the match with Ronda and uh, Becky a few years ago. And a lot of people are not being a fan of that. But Charlotte adds those 
little moments that can tie everything together and make it a great, great match. I think tonight we're going to see just that, a triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley having history with Charlotte Flair. Rhea Ripley having already uh, history with Asuka, taking the title off from her at WrestleMania. Rhea Ripley, or I guess Asuka, having uh, history with Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair being the one who beat Asuka's undefeated streak at WrestleMania. So this match is, you could say, years in the making, really, where it's the past, the present, and the future of WWE. Not necessarily past, but Charlotte Flair is, is I, mean, I guess you could say, a veteran now in WWE. Um... And this is a great, great way to elevate the women's division, but also create some buzz around the women's division. Because lately, the women's division on Monday Night Raw has been drowning. Hence why Asuka had the title for so long and barely defended it. Finally, we are uh, in the presence of a uh, legitimate threat to anyone. And that is Rhea Ripley. And I think that this is going to become a... Uh, a real, real banger of a match on this card because I think a lot of people are not... They're underestimating what Charlotte Flair can do in general, but also against Asuka individually and also against Rhea Ripley individually. So all these three women together, I think are going to put on a fantastic match. Um, I think it's going to be one of the best matches of the entire night. Uh, a lot of people saying that uh, Rhea Ripley didn't really have great chemistry with Asuka in their previous matches. And I can kind of see that because their matches kind of had a, uh, not going to say a few. They had a lot of botches here and there, whether it was at WrestleMania or Monday Night Raw. But regardless, tonight is going to be a huge night for all three women. I think it's going to come down to uh, Rhea Ripley finally getting her revenge on Charlotte Flair. Because if you remember from last year's WrestleMania, Charlotte Flair defeated Rhea Ripley for the NXT Championship at WrestleMania, dethroning Rhea Ripley, stealing her WrestleMania moment. So I think tonight we're going to see Rhea Ripley get a huge win, hopefully over Charlotte Flair, to solidify herself as the true and legitimate uh, threat on Monday Night Raw, but also the true and legitimate Raw Women's Champion. So tonight I am predicting Rhea Ripley will defeat Asuka and Charlotte Flair in the Triple Threat match to retain her Raw Women's Championship. Now, speaking about the women's division, I'm going to talk about right now the SmackDown Women's Championship match happening tonight. Bianca Belair versus Bayley. This, to me, is just getting uh, such great feedback already from the small, short promos we've seen between these two women uh, thus far. We know what Bianca Belair can do. We know what B Bayley can do. We saw this past Friday on Friday Night SmackDown, Bayley having a comedic reaction to uh, to uh, Bianca Belair's promo, and then all of a sudden get really, really serious. And I kind of got chills watching that because it was just one of those moments where it's like Bailey flipped a switch. And that's what we've been waiting for. bailey has been doing all this comedy stuff over the last few months. Uh, her match a few weeks ago on SmackDown was the first time she wrestled since February. I mean, Bailey is the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion, and she's barely being uh, put in matches, which is outrageous to me and i know it is to a lot of other wrestling fans around the world so tonight bailey finally being put back to where she should be in a main event picture in a smackdown women's championship match and it's against someone she has history with already and i think this is a great way to start bianca blair's feud uh bianca blair's future as the smackdown women's champion because she had a great feud with bailey before entering the raw rumble scene and winning that match ultimately um 
But I think tonight is going to be an excellent match. These two have great chemistry together. Bailey knows how to get the job done properly. Bianca Belair knows how to make herself look like a freaking superstar. So I think these two together, they're going to create a huge moment for uh, the SmackDown Women's Division. I think tonight is ultimately going to be a great night for women's wrestling in WWE because we have two great matches um, on this card that can potentially be probably the best matches of the entire night. So I think without shadow of doubt, I am going to have to predict that Bianca Blair is going to get a win over Bailey. But I would not be surprised, honestly, if Bailey was to beat Bianca Belair uh, and ultimately bringing Sasha Banks back into the picture and getting a triple threat for the SmackDown Women's Championship. But I am going to predict now that I think Bianca Belair will retain her SmackDown Women's Championship tonight. Being WrestleMania Backlash, it's always weird to watch the first pay-per-view after Backlash because you expect that the new champions or the you expect the, the new champions from uh, that won at WrestleMania to uh, retain their titles, and that's in most cases what we get. So it will be a shock moment if Bianca Belair was to lose that title to Bailey tonight. But like I said, I am predicting Bianca Belair to get a huge, huge win. Over Bailey, solidifying herself as a legitimate champion on Friday Night SmackDown. Now, before I go any further in talking about these matches for tonight's WrestleMania Backlash, I do kind of want to uh, cut a short, I guess you can say, promo on the Angle Podcast and uh, kind of give you guys some guidance as to where you can find me and the podcast. So, without further ado, you can take a look here. The Angle Podcast is available everywhere that you can stream anything, really. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify if you prefer to listen to a show like this or any interview that I do on the show. Everything that's available to you on YouTube is is available as well on, uh, like I said, the podcast uh, platforms. So anywhere you stream your, your podcast, you can check out The Angle Podcast. And no, it is not Kurt Angle's show. That's called The Kurt Angle Show. This is The Angle Podcast with Joey Carney. So you can check that out. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also subscribe to where you are watching right now, and that is on YouTube at The Angle Podcast YouTube channel. I am nearing 500 subscribers, and it is with your help uh, that I can get to the next level. Um, so please, if you haven't already, please like and subscribe down below. It's where you can stay up to date with all the angles activity, uh, everything that's featured here on YouTube. There are great interviews with uh, very well-known wrestlers around the world and also up-and-coming superstars. I just had a uh, an up-and-coming star. His name is Joe Ocasio. You will hear more from him in the wrestling uh, world over the next years or so. He is a uh, superstar in the making, so you can check that out, like I said right here on YouTube. You can check out interviews with D'Lo Brown, John Silver, Heath Slater, Ken Shamrock, RVD. So many interviews on this channel. And this upcoming week, you can look out for an interview with Jazz. She's recently retired from Impact Wrestling. And we talk about the women's evolution, the women's revolution, her time in WWE, Impact, uh, being a legend in women's wrestling. Um... And also, if she thinks she'll be in the WWE Hall of Fame. So that's going to be available on this Tuesday, May 18th. Uh, available on all streaming platforms for podcasts. And also right here, like I said, the Angle Podcast YouTube channel. Please hit that like button. 
hit that subscribe button and you can comment down below what match you're looking forward to tonight at WrestleMania Backlash. Now, these are all just bits and pieces of the full puzzle. You can check out theangleradio.com. That's where you can find everything about the Angle Podcast, whether you want to know about me, uh, why I started the podcast, what I plan to do with the podcast. You can check out all the episodes regardless of platform, whether it's YouTube or uh, audio versions. You can check out the blogs on that website. Yes, I'm a writer at heart. I write all stuff about uh, live shows that I've been to, obviously not currently because of the pandemic, but live shows that I've been to, um, different interviews, kind of backstage notes where uh, you don't get to see on the interviews itself and all different kinds of things of thoughts that I have about pro wrestling. You can check out the shop there where I have all different uh, available products, shirts, tees, uh, hoodies, all things related to pro wrestling, not just the Angle Podcast, but cool different phrases that any wrestling fan would love to wear, not anything related to the Angle Podcast, so you can check that out as well. So much and more at theangleradio.com. Like I said, that's www.theangleradio.com. You can listen, you can follow, and please, please, please subscribe to the channel now. Help me get to that 500 and ultimately get to that 1,000 subscriber mark. Now, if you're just tuning in, this is the Angle Podcast prediction and preview show for tonight's huge event, WrestleMania Backlash. I'm your host, Joey Carney, and if I haven't, if you haven't heard it already, please like and subscribe down below. All the Angle activity right here on YouTube is available to you. Just a click of a button, hit that subscribe button. So far, we've talked about Damian Priest versus The Miz, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, both the Raw and the SmackDown's Women's Championship matches tonight. And I think it's time we get into that big fight field time. We talk about the big matches, the main event matches that are happening tonight at WrestleMania Backlash. And one being for the WWE Championship. It's the WWE Champion Bobby Lashley defending his championship against not one, but two competitors. Two competitors he has great history with in a triple threat match for the WWE Championship. It's Bobby Lashley defending his title against Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. Now, before we get into this match, I'm going to start off with a big, big uh, announcement that I hope doesn't happen. I hope tonight we don't see a new WWE Champion in Drew McIntyre. Now let that sink in and let's talk about the match a little bit. And then I will come back to that point as to why I don't want Drew McIntyre to win the title tonight. Bobby Lashley has been doing amazing as WWE Champion. A lot of people did not expect this to happen after the whole thing with The Miz uh, over the last few months. Uh, Drew McIntyre was the WWE Champion. He did a phenomenal job throughout the pandemic era, holding together all of WWE, really holding Monday Night Raw together doing some great work, the best work in his entire career, defending that title against every single person that came in contact with him. This guy is the one of the greatest WWE champions of the modern history in WWE, and I think that he is the MVP of the pandemic era in WWE, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, his rise to, uh, I guess you could say, fame and fortune in WWE was organic. He was a heel back in 2019. Back in 2020 even, he was a heel. Leading up to the Royal Rumble in 2020, he had a short little feud with Randy Orton. And the fans, for a, little, a few weeks at that point, uh, were already chanting for him. They were already cheering for him. They wanted Drew McIntyre to be the guy. And it ultimately led to uh, Royal Rumble in 2020 where... Uh, he had the biggest pop of the night, 
defeat, uh, throwing out, uh, claymoring Brock Lesnar over the top rope, and ultimately winning the 2020 Royal Rumble, and then going on to WrestleMania and defeating Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship and having an amazing run as WWE Champion. A lot of people did not expect Bobby Lashley to ever hold the WWE Championship. A lot of people did not expect The Miz to ever hold the WWE Championship ever again. And that is what we got this uh, during this pandemic era and people being mad that Miz wasn't a champion longer. He was a transitional champion where the goal was to not have him hold on to the title. It was for Bobby Lashley to hold on to that title. But if Bobby Lashley was to beat Drew McIntyre, we would not be where we are right now with the storyline. So that is where The Miz comes in, and that's why this story is so elevated and why it is as big as it is right now. And speaking of big, we have Braun Strowman in this match as well. He is not someone to take lightly. He is a former Universal Champion. He's been in some great, great matches over the last year, winning the Universal Championship from Goldberg, nonetheless, at WrestleMania last year. Uh, so Braun Strowman's on a war path right now. Drew McIntyre is on, on, a, on the road to becoming, again, a WWE Champion. I think Bobby Lashley is just... Holding it down right now on Monday Night Raw. He's got MVP by his side doing some great, great work. And I think this match has potential uh, to do some great, great things for all three guys, regardless of who wins and who loses. Um, I'm going to predict tonight that I think Bobby Lashley is going to retain his WWE Championship. I think he's uh, just in a place right now that people didn't expect. I think when... Um, when Bobby Lashley became WWE Champion, a lot of people were thinking maybe this is going to be a short-term thing so we can get Drew McIntyre back in the title picture. But what happened was so many people became uh, like infatuated with this Bobby Lashley title run where it's almost like nobody wants it to end. I mean, this is just a new... A new uh, direction for Bobby Lashley, you know, dropping the hurt business, being with MVP, uh, being just as dominant as possible. I think that right now uh, it's going to be a long time before Bobby Lashley drops that WWE title. And as to what I was going to say next, the apron brump just said in the chat, give me Lashley versus Lesnar at WrestleMania. And I think that is kind of where we're headed with this whole storyline as Bobby Lashley holding the WWE Championship. A lot of people right now, including myself, not being a fan of what we see every week on Monday Night Raw. That doesn't mean I hate the product. That doesn't mean I hate WWE. I just think right now, Raw is in a complete, complete, utter... It's a disaster. I call it the Monday Night Mess. Um, but there are good things on the show, just more bad than good. So it's hard to label the whole show as good. I think it's ultimately, or I think it's inevitable that we're going to get Bobby, uh, Brock Lesnar back in the WWE. And I hope to God it is sometime soon because right now, after Braun and after Drew... I don't know who's left or who can be an actual threat on Monday Night Raw to Bobby Lashley if it is not Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar has such great history at SummerSlam. He's become, he won his first WWE Championship at, at SummerSlam 2002, defeating The Rock. He became the undisputed WWE Heavyweight Champion in 2014, defeating John Cena in one of the most squashing main events we've ever seen in all of pro wrestling history. Brock Lesnar has some great history, like I said, at SummerSlam. And there is history to be made with Bobby Lashley because this is a match fans have been waiting for for years. Bobby Lashley versus uh, Brock Lesnar. So all this, I think, is being done, whether it's Drew McIntyre uh, versus Bobby Lashley, 
Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman, or all three like we have tonight in a triple threat match. I think this is all being done to elevate Bobby Lashley to a level where he can go through monsters, he can go through Scottish warriors, and ultimately lead to the Beast Incarnate at SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar hopefully getting a match, hopefully returning to WWE to take on Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. So I think in this match, we're going to get Bobby Lashley to retain the title. And even if he does lose the title along those lines uh, from now until SummerSlam, I still think we can still have a great match between Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, regardless if, if the title is involved or not. Um, this is just a match. It's going to be a bra the one fist versus another fist. And I think that regardless if it's for the WWE Championship, whether it's for the Intercontinental Championship, regardless of whatever the case or the stipulation is, uh, whatever's on the line, I think these two in a match is inevitable and it is a main event caliber match. So hopefully we see the seeds planted uh, sometime tonight or even tomorrow on Monday Night Raw. Bobby Lashley retaining the WWE Championship over Braun Strowman and uh, Drew McIntyre leading into SummerSlam for the WWE Championship or not against Brock Lesnar. Now today on WWE The Bump, Jinder Mahal had some comments about Drew McIntyre and there was a lot to be said there and one of the things that really stuck out to me is that he said if he didn't become the WWE Champion, Drew McIntyre wouldn't have become the WWE Champion. And... This is one of those things where um, if the match happens, I'm excited for it. If it doesn't, I'm not going to complain about it. Like It's one of those things where it's, it's okay if it happens, if it's okay if it doesn't, but I would be extremely excited to see what would happen if it does happen, um, if that makes sense. And I think we're heading to a huge match between Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre at SummerSlam. And if not SummerSlam, maybe even Money in the Bank or sometime in between there. But I think tonight we saw the seeds planted for a huge match between Jinder Mahal and uh, Drew McIntyre. Now, a few uh, weeks, is it a few weeks ago already? A month or so ago, I had the opportunity to sit down for an interview with Heath Slater. And he talked about 3MB, uh, Jinder Mahal, and uh, Drew McIntyre. And he kind of said, he goes, I had to leave WWE in order to come back and win the title. And he was, he's been happy for both Jinder and Drew with their successful title runs. And, you know, if we do start to get a story with Jinder and Drew, uh, Jinder and Drew, it's a tongue twister there, I think we're going to start to get a lot of uh, hope for Heath Slater to eventually come back and get involved in WWE because he was offered a contract to come back after he was released last year from the pandemic. And he said no, he went to Impact. Um, but right now, we don't know what the details are of his Impact uh contract we know that right now he's still injured and there's no timetable for an injury is what he told me a few weeks ago or so so whatever happens i think that uh this it has potential to be huge um in a way if they can bring back in heath slater to wwe but that's kind of getting off the point here i think tonight we're going to get bobby lashley retaining his wwe championship against drew mcintyre and braun Strowman. now to me the main event of the night Hopefully, it's the main event of the night. <clears throat> and there's so much to talk about in this match because there's so many different freaking directions this story is going. Uh, and some negative things, some positive things. I'm going to talk about that all right now. It's the main event for the Universal Championship match. It is your tribal chief, your head of the table, your Universal Heavyweight Champion, Roman Reigns, defending against 
someone who's never had this opportunity ever in his career. He's been in WWE since, what, 2010, 2011. Never had a one-on-one championship match at a pay-per-view, uh, uh, world title match at a pay-per-view, or in general. Uh, it's Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. Cesaro getting a huge win at WrestleMania over Seth Rollins. Getting another win over Seth Rollins a few weeks ago to earn this opportunity. But it was without, uh, it was not without the Usos' help and basically Roman Reigns' help that it happened uh, to cause Seth that match and get Cesaro to this position. So there's a lot of different ways that this whole thing can go down. Do we see Seth come out and cause Cesaro? Do we see the Usos get involved and cause Cesaro? Does Jimmy Uso cause Roman Reigns tonight? I think whatever happens tonight, uh, it's going to be very interesting. And it's going to keep SmackDown on the top of the mountain uh, as the flagship show of WWE because all the stories on SmackDown are whooping everybody else's ass in the WWE. Um, but one thing I want to talk about specifically with this feud is uh, the Universal Championship 1 being elevated so well not only by Roman Reigns, but by Paul Heyman. If you see every time Paul Heyman comes out with Roman, he's latching onto the title. That is supposed to gesture to you, the fans, or us, the fans, that this is a valuable commodity in WWE, that this is the best thing to carry in WWE. Paul Heyman doing an excellent job. He's a masterclass in pro wrestling, uh, helping Roman Reigns really, where he doesn't really need the help because Roman Reigns is just above everything right now. Um just proving that Roman Reigns, Universal Championship, and SmackDown are the best topics in WWE. Now, uh, I think that if Cesaro loses tonight, that is the best thing that can happen to him in his entire career. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? Let me elaborate before you jump down my throat. If Cesaro wins tonight and becomes the Universal Champion, He's going to get booed in a few weeks because that's just how fickle the WWE fans are. Uh, Cesaro's rise to where he is right now was partially organic and partially WWE's push. Cesaro has been being pushed by the fans for so long. At this point in time, it's WWE now pushing him, uh, which is going to turn the WWE fans away. And if you push him too soon, as what we're seeing right now, has a, a great WrestleMania match, and then the first pay-per-view after WrestleMania, he's in a world title match. Um, it's it's almost like it's too soon where you're not letting it resonate, where if you were to drag this out and maybe give him the, the shot at SummerSlam, then it does good for him if he wins because people are going to be fan, they're going to be so invested in it that it could be the best thing to happen, you know, in, in SmackDown. Um, but right now, I think because it's too forced with Cesaro, I mean, this guy is just coming out and brutalizing everybody every week. If he was to win the title from Roman, Roman being at the top of his game, being the best he's ever been, like Roman's not even hot, hot. Roman is like like burning hot at the top right now, and nobody can touch him. So that even makes it worse if Cesaro was to win. Um, the fans are, are going to start booing Cesaro. Um, and that is just not... Anything I could definitely, I would want to see, uh, because Cesaro is one of the under, most underrated superstars of all time. But when he, when they force superstars so fast, like what they're doing with Cesaro, it can hurt them. Uh, so if tonight Cesaro loses, right, 
Uh, it shows that he can be a main event player, and then you keep him elevated. But the question is, how do you keep him elevated uh, after losing to Roman? Do you, I mean you can't let him just fall back down to where he was before, you know? So I think what we saw on Friday Night SmackDown, uh, a tease for the King of the Ring tournament. We can see the storyline with Shinsuke Nakamura and Baron Corbin kind of playing out. Maybe Cesaro goes into that and becomes a King of the Ring. Uh, and does some great things. So there, you have to find a way. If you're going to have him lose tonight, you have to find a way for him to stay elevated so he's not like here. WrestleMania or WrestleMania, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and then just loses and just goes back down to where he was. It doesn't make any sense. It does It does him harm by doing that. So it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't here. Um, and there's a way to do it right. And if it, it's just a gradual, slow burn build. And I think that's something that WWE does not do anymore. I mean... If you look back to the greatest storylines in history, they weren't like just a two or three week thing. They were drawn out stories where you had all these different angles and, and things you can get invested in. And you're like, oh, I kind of want the heel to win, but then I want the babyface to win. And, and it gets your, your juices flowing and your thoughts going. And it's not a, just a, a, a two-way street. Uh, and I think that's what WWE has been doing a lot of the time. And uh, like I said, it can ultimately hurt Cesaro winning the title, and it can hurt him if they lose if he loses and they don't uh, elevate him uh, or they, they don't transition him back to somewhere, you know, in the main of higher main event, higher mid card, whatever. Just you can't let him just drop back down to where he was. Uh, so with that being said, I do have to predict that Roman Reigns is going to defeat Cesaro tonight. Um, for the Universal Championship. And it's not going to be a clean win, I don't think. I think it's going to be one of those things where the Usos get involved. And we've seen over the last uh, two weeks or so since Jimmy Uso returned, he doesn't want to align with his brother, Jay. He doesn't want to align with Roman Reigns. But he's being forced to by his morals. Morals, meaning like, oh, my brother's getting the, the shit kicked out of him. Let me go help him. It's not where it's like, come on, come help us. Uh, the same thing with Roman Reigns. He's doing it because of his own morals, because he stands with his family, and he uh, he you know his he has such high family values. So I think that uh, that's kind of what's going to happen tonight, where Jimmy is finally going to be put into that position where he needs to. There's no questioning. He needs to help his brother and Roman, and that may cost Cesaro. Or we see uh, Jay Uso help Roman Reigns to prove that I am too good. I don't need to help you. I don't need you to help me. So he's going to show how he can, be he can be better than Roman by helping him beat Cesaro. And then going into Money in the Bank, we get Roman Reigns versus Jay, uh, Jimmy Uso, just like we did a few months ago with Roman and Jay. And that would be a great way to elevate um, both guys, uh, keep the storyline going. But then it ultimately ends with the full bloodline with Roman Reigns, Jimmy and Jay Uso all aligned together, and eventually the Usos become, <coughs> excuse me, the tag team champions, beating a huge babyface team of Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio for those titles. It all plays together. It all makes sense, um, and I think that a lot of great things can happen with this show tonight. So if you were just tuning in right now, this is the Angle Podcast prediction and preview show for WWE Backlash. Uh, WrestleMania backlash happening in a few hours from now. I just went over all the matches on the card, who I thought was going to win, some great uh, analysis behind each thing and what can happen next. So let me go through these matches real quick. Again, 
Damian Priest versus The Miz. Easily, I predict Damian Priest to get the win. SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode defend against Rey and Dominic Mysterio. New SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Rey and Dominic Mysterio. The first ever father and son duo to hold those championships. The Raw Women's Championship Triple Threat match. Rhea Ripley versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. Easily, Rhea Ripley is going to defend successfully her Raw Women's Championship. But let me just add a little point. I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte Flair got the title tonight and making a huge, huge moment where everybody just goes nuts and hates hates her with the help from Sonya Deville. So that could be another angle, no pun intended there, to go with that title, uh, not the, the Raw Women's Division. The SmackDown Women's Championship match tonight, Bianca Belair defends against Bayley. Bianca Belair will successfully defend against Bayley. The WWE Championship Triple Threat match. Bobby Lashley defends against Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. Bobby Lashley is going to get that uh, that win. Retaining his WWE Championship. Letting Drew McIntyre go into a story with gender. And ultimately leading to a Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar match slash return at SummerSlam. And in the main event of the night, the Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns defends against Cesaro in Cesaro's first ever uh, match for a world title. And I think Cesaro's going to ultimately lose that match, giving Roman Reigns another win over uh, on his belt, showing the world why he is the Tribal Chief and your head of the table. Now that is tonight. I want to talk about a little bit of what's going to be happening going forward, and that is Money in the Bank. There are a few names on the roster that I can see winning the Money in the Bank uh, opportunity. And two on the Raw side of things, and I think it has to be a Raw, for the men's side at least, I think it has to be a uh, a Raw superstar who does that. So there can be some sort of uh, um, good stuff to happen on Monday Night Raw. I think, I think if the Money in the Bank winner was to be on Raw, it would bring more eyes to Raw. And there's two people on the Monday Night Raw roster that I think that can be uh, put in that position to win Money in the Bank. And that is, one, Damian Priest, and two, Mustafa Ali. He's, Ali has been in this position before. He almost won it a few years ago before Brock Lesnar came in and demolished everybody. Uh, Mustafa Ali was supposed to be in the WWE Championship picture at WrestleMania 35 when uh, he got injured, and that's where we start the start from Kofi Mania. So this guy has been put in this position before and just something always happens where he can't get to that next level. I think Money in the Bank is an excellent position to put him to be able to reach his full potential, being a uh, world champion in WWE. We know he can do great things as a face. We know he can do great things as a heel. We know he can lead a group if he has to. Maybe not successfully, but he can as a leader, and we know he can put on fantastic matches. Mustafa Ali being one of the most well-rounded superstars we have on all of the WWE rosters today. And I think that if he was to win Money in the Bank, it'd be an excellent spot for him, as well as what I said before about Damian Priest. So let that let that resonate a little bit. Maybe we'll see more of that. Um, but there are some great things to happen tonight, uh, that being WrestleMania Backlash. We're just a few hours away. We just finished up all of the predictions for this show, talking about a little bit of Money in the Bank, talking about where all these storylines can go forward. If you are watching right now, if you're in the chat, let me know what match uh, you can comment in the video uh, comment section or in the chat as well. Let me know what match you're looking forward to most tonight and who you think is going to win. There are so many great things to look forward to tonight. I know the always the pay-per-view after WrestleMania is the one that nobody really cares about because the matches are all 
rematches and the new champions always retain. But like I said at the beginning of the show, Backlash has a tendency to surprise many people. Like I said, Jinder Mahal won the WWE Championship at Backlash. AJ Styles won his first WWE Championship at Backlash. Look at the matches we had years ago. Randy Orton versus Cactus Jack. Really solidifying Randy Orton as one of the best uh, at that time and going pushing him into the next uh, phase of his career for the world title. Uh, so WrestleMania or Backlash has a tendency to do some great things for careers, surprise us as fans. So I'm excited for this match. Now, after the pay-per-view concludes, I will be live right here again for a full review and results show for WrestleMania Backlash, talking about what happened at the pay-per-view, what I think about it, and I also want to have your thoughts as well, so you can come join again in the chat, in the comment section, whatever, and we can talk about WrestleMania Backlash uh, post-WrestleMania Backlash. So this is the prediction and preview show. You're going to get the full review and results show after the pay-per-view, and I will be live tweeting the entire show. You can follow me and tweet at me at The Angle Radio on Twitter. I'll be live, like I said, live tweeting the entire show, uh, whether it's good stuff, bad stuff, all the stuff in between. If you're not watching the pay-per-view, you can follow my tweets and know exactly what's going on. I will keep you informed, and I will see you after for uh, the predict or full review and results show. I want to thank you all for tuning into this show, for commenting in the uh, chat. Please, if you haven't already, like and subscribe. Please subscribe to the channel, nearing 500 subscribers, and then ultimately going to that 1,000 mark. Uh, we're getting there, and it's all done with your help and your support. So please like and subscribe down below. It is always a great time to be a pro wrestling fan, and I'm so excited for this night, WrestleMania Backlash, a few hours away. I will see you after the show for the full review and results show. Get a cold beverage, get something to eat, a snack or whatever, and enjoy WrestleMania Backlash. I'll see you later.